What is your mission statement? What's up? What's up? Welcome back. This is Side Piece Season. I am your host, Dinero, and this is the number one Get Your Shit Together So You Can Have Dope Relationships podcast on the planet. This week, I'm going to take you to business school, but this business is about romance. It's about love. So without any further ado, let's get into it. All right, I'm going to make your relationship as unromantic sounding as possible right now because I'm going to ask you a series of questions that you have to answer and only you can answer. Send me a DM, sidepiece underscore season on Instagram. Um, what is your mission statement for your relationship? Your relationship exists for a reason. What is that reason? What do you two or three or however many make? What's the product or service? I said last week in that episode, you know, what's the overall goal? What are you looking for to get out of the relationship? Next up, who do you have on your team to include yourself? Do you know them? How well do you know them? And then lastly, you got to understand the market. What are the pitfalls? What are the challenges? If you're not growing, you're dying. It's, it's applicable to us too. So um, what is required for your business, your relationship to grow? Me, my mission statement is simple. It's to increase joy and promote well-being with laughter, honesty, impeccable communication, fire sex. Of course, it's on there. Uh, don't kid yourself. And it's simple. A mission statement doesn't have to be some big, long, elaborate thing. And in fact, they're usually just one sentence. But it tells you everything that you need to know about that business. So for you and your relationship, what's your mission statement? Relationships... Uh, have a lot of moving parts. They're more more likely than not. When you started yours, you started yours without a clear-cut and well-defined goal. So if I asked you, what's the mission statement for this relationship? You probably look at me blankly, and you might come up with something. You might not. You might be hard-pressed to give me an answer, though, to tell me what your mission statement is. It's fine if you're just dating for recreation and and you make sure that you never let it get serious. What unfortunately happens is people start off that way and then things do get serious or they allow them to escalate without any clear-cut direction. Why don't I like this? I don't know who said it, but vague objectives yield vague results. We don't want any of these nebulous goals going around there. You need, you need a really good goal. If you're not playing around, you have to have smart goals, right? Remember smart goals, specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, time-bound, being specific, for a lot of people, they have a, an idea about the looks. You know, they're great at telling you what they want the person to look like, the physical attributes. But what about their character? What about their intelligence? What about their sense of humor? Those things are important. Those things matter. And far too many of us out there just identify strictly the physical features, and we leave too much room for other things, other traits that we don't like, and never get into the things that will really matter when you're not just looking at them. As far as the rest of the thing with the measurable, actionable, realistic, time-bound, you know what you want, allegedly, but are you what that type of person would want? And if you're not, are you willing to do the work that it takes to become that type of person? The answer might be no. For some of you, it's definitely no. You don't want to do any work. You just would rather complain um, and not do anything about it. It's a serious question. You have to get real with yourself, which is going to take us into 
who do you have on your team, yourself included? Wouldn't it be nice if everybody knew themselves so well and and they knew exactly what they wanted and then they'd lead with 100% honesty and be truthful and they just lead with that and you'd know exactly what you were getting all the time with everyone. You know that that's not the case. You've been around long enough. You've interacted with enough people to know that that's just not how things go realistically. This is where uh, some stoicism comes into the picture. You really can only control yourself. You got to take yourself to task. And it's a task in and of itself just to control yourself. We're out here unable to control ourselves, unable to take that that self-mastery and that discipline over ourselves. But yet here we are trying to control our partner or partners. That just leads to a long and disappointing day. Self-mastery, discipline. At the end of the day, controlling yourself, that is requires you to be honest with yourself and to have a great understanding of your strengths and your weaknesses, areas for you to work on to improve. And it takes a lot of work. How well do you know your partner? Philosophically, can you ever really know somebody else's mind? I lean towards no. I don't think you can. You can get a great sense of a person. And one of the ways to get a great sense of them is to combine and contrast their actions, their deeds, and their words. Words by themselves carry little weight. Until the actions back them up, I can say anything. Words and actions together, though, paint a much better image of the individual, individuals that you have before you in your relationship. And just think about yourself. How many, how many things have you pledged to do? How many New Year's resolutions to go to the gym have you actually given yourself and then never done it? You know, the things went undone. You're not scum. You're not anything. You're just undisciplined. And guess what? You're not the only one. There's tons of us out there. It's a growth area. And you can change it. It all comes down to the action that you take. And no longer allowing yourself an out. Is it easy? Not so much. Is it doable? Yes, 100%. And then understanding the market. What are the challenges that are facing you in this relationship, whether it's dating, cohabitating, marriage, what what are you up against? For many of you, the one and only one thing that you think about is side pieces. That's why you're listening to Side Piece Season. In America, sex is tricky. There's no shortage of podcasts about sex and people doing things about sex because it's just a complicated thing for us. But sex, however it goes down, is far from the only cause or even the primary cause for people splitting up. Not at all. There's one thing that you can kind of boil everything down into. It's not showing up for the other person, persons in your relationship. That simple. You're not showing up in the ways that your partner expects you to show up. That's a big problem. And it can appear... In a lot of different ways. If you can't talk without fighting. That's you not showing up. You take but you never give. Not showing up. You don't engage them in their love language. That's you not showing up. You get addicted to some substance. You're not showing up. Financial trouble. You're not showing up. You're not participating in the childcare or the housework. You're not showing up. Domestic violence. Verbal and physical abuse. Not showing up. The list goes on. Rest assured, 
even if you are not showing up in trivial ways that seem insignificant, they are not. There's an aggregate effect. You're so worried about a side piece thing as if that's the only thing that would derail your relationship. But I mean, even there, the rule of three applies, right? A third of the people would never, ever have any kind of affair. Uh, A third belongs to the streets. They're out there. They never plan on coming in. And then that last third is kind of conditionally in the middle, right? If everything lined up, then they've got a tough decision to make. They're not out there actively looking, but should the opportunity present itself, they have a question to ask themselves. The best question with regard to the side piece thing is what led them to choose a side piece? And the answer is this might have nothing to do with you. This might be something that was in place before you two even met, before you even were old enough to think about dating. That's where all of the therapy, counseling, talking to a friend, getting a mentor, uh, an OG, whatever, that's where that comes into play. Because it might not be you. But listen back to the podcast and you'll hear a lot of reasons it could be you. Because at the end of the day, it's really going to fall into one of three categories. Something you're not doing, something they're not doing, or a mix of the two. So to wrap this all up, for the highest chance for success, you will need to have a clear-cut understanding of yourself, your partner or partners, and your relationship goals. Expectations that are attainable, realistic, and known to all parties. Please stop fixating on sexual infidelity and know that there are many, many ways to not show up effectively for your partner, partners. Communicate effectively. And of course, build and spread joy. That's all I have for you for this week. That's it. Have a fantastic Monday, a great week, and a fabulous weekend. I'll be back here again on Monday with another episode. Until then... Be good to yourself. Be good to others. If you want to drop me a line, it's sidepiece underscore season on Instagram. And uh, feel free to rate, review, and tell a friend about this if you love it. And if you hate it, feel free to tell an enemy. All right. Be good to yourself. Be good to others as always. And I will see you here again in a week.